I'm gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing my cocaine. My opinion matters, you're so far in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind. We are live with season six, episode two of Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. This is the final season of this uh, show. And if you want to hear more about that, listen to last week's episode. We're not going to drag on about it, all right? (laughs) We're not going to beat the dead horse that is this show any more than we're already doing it. How much have we beaten it? A lot. Is it still kicking? It's still kicking. We're we're kicking. We're kicking. We're putting it down before it's out of its prime. Gotcha. Like the the horse is winning the the last race it's ever going to win, but only because we're shooting the horse right after the race. So before it breaks its foot. Before we got to make it glue for a bad reason, we're just going to make it glue because we, we need glue. Right. I don't know what the All fuck right. happened to this metaphor, but it went somewhere. <clears throat> it went places, just it went like places, this show. Just like this show. He's <laughs> going places. To a nice farm upstate. Um, I am your host, Kyle Mocha. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in live. If you're tuning in live, thank you. If you are tuning in in the future on uh, Apple Podcasts, if you're listening. I never called it Apple Podcasts Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I am being correct today. Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you may be listening. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, uh, we, we love the people that are listening in the past. We don't know how you do it. You just yeah. keep doing it. So thank you so much for uh, staying back there, not coming to the future, but only coming to the future to listen to us. Yeah. It's totally a thing that's happening. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Justin Olimpedo. Hey, man. How we doing today, brother? All right. We had some crazy weather. Yeah, today uh, and, and uh, the last couple of days, 
don't want to yeah. make up their minds. It's torrential no. downpour, and it's then hot and muggy. Like, it literally feels like heat. Florida humidity. Yeah. Now, what's crazy is uh, my new apartment is chill. It's, it is cold. I made uh, my neighbors go check it out last night. I made Steve-O and Jen go check out how cold my apartment was. I got home from work. AC was not on all day. Right. But just the way the sun hits, it's never in the sunlight. I, isn't it? Doesn't didn't you say that in the winter it's hot? Too? Oh, it's hot as balls because uh, we, we we figured it out. The heater in the basement had a switch that they had never turned off, and it was just always on blasting, so it would blast all summer long, all the time. And then we figured out there was a little light switch on the side of it, and there's no thermostats in the apartments. Either way, I got a nice chill apartment, and I don't know how I've been surviving uh, the last couple of days, uh, but but it's it's staying nice and cool, and that's awesome. And speaking of nice and cool and awesome, we are now joined. We've been joined. He is here, Mister Zachary Storman. Very nice. What is going on? A nice Hang subtle on pop. A, a nice subtle pop. Zach keeps freezing over there. Yeah, I don't Zach know keeps freezing. The, uh, I mean, or he's just. You're still looking at your phone on the uh, on on the image there. Um, so weird. Don't dude. fix it. Just leave it like that. Just make uh, it look like he's not paying attention. Um, <laughs> I was I was looking at the screen. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, how are you opening that can so nonchalantly? And Kyle's not even mentioning the fact that you're just like. Yeah. Well, I was, I was watching the live thing happen. Yeah, who knows? Who knows there? But we got a really special uh, episode for you today. We're doing something that we've only really done once before. We have a pre-taped uh, segment. We did the one with Dom and the tattoos last showing season. Showing our dicks. And uh, this one is all about us showing our penises. Um, we had to get some special lenses for mine. Um, and then since he already had them, we just made Zach's look better. And then we used it on Justin's, and you couldn't see it. It was too zoomed in. It was just too zoomed in. New tradition, talking about Justin's dick immediately <laughs> uh, yeah, on the yeah, show. You've been doing that I've lately. Been doing that. You it's brought up happening. dicks this time. How are you going to bring up dicks, and I'm not going to bring up his giant penis? That's that's your prerogative. It's my prerogative. Bobby Brown. I just want everybody to know I'm very proud of, of, of my friend over there. He's a giant <laughs> wiener. Um, but we've got a pre-taped uh, segment. We did an interview with Don't Panic. We will also be releasing... Uh, they, they released it the other day, uh, but their uh, new lyric video yep. for their single Woe I off of the album Dark Whoa Horse. Woe I. Woe I. W-O-E-I. I. Well, like, woe is me, but woe I. When you hear it, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, when I read it, I was kind of confused, but then I heard it, and then it makes sense. Uh, but we've got that coming for you guys. And then we also have uh, the second song off of our album, Wasted and Waiting. It's called Hanging for a Sign. So we're going to be talking about that and getting into that a little bit. Uh, but I did want to bring this up. Uh, Zach, you are officially now, I don't want to blow up your, your, your medical records and stuff like that, but you, you got your second shot. Yep. You're you're vaxxed. You're you're zaxed now. You're a zaxed boy. Zaxed. Um, what? I was curious. Up. What brand did you go with? Moderna. You went with. Damn it! All right. Yeah. Because Justin went with Moderna. I went with Johnson and Johnson. I was hoping one of you went with the other one. So we. I just have, went with whatever they gave. What me they had available. Yeah. yeah. I went on I the website and just said I would like Johnson and Johnson, and then they like got me to the place that would most likely have it. Right, right. Um, right. Still, really weird. Uh, the Target 
CVS was a weird place to get a shot. I got it at Walmart. Walmart. I was going to ask where you went for yours. The, yeah. the, the most, I did the most American thing and put it off <laughs> until the last second. Yeah. Then just Googled it and said, Walmart's like, yeah, we'll take you, I don't know, in an hour. I was like, all right. <laughs> now, what was it set up? Like, it's just over by the pharmacy? Do they have a little, like, yeah, blocked area? Yeah, they got a little, blue, a little blue booth. Okay. And both times I was injected by um, people I couldn't understand. Oh. The one woman... I mean, they both did a fine job, right, right, right. but I could not understand either of the nurses. What they either, were, what they were telling, what language they were speaking. Yeah, yeah. They didn't speak English to you at all. And it wasn't, it wasn't like Spanish. Yeah, it wasn't like a normal. It wasn't a language that you. I don't, don't want to say normal. normal. It wasn't. I'm used to hearing Spanish yeah. all the yeah. time. Right. But both of them, I could not tell where they were from or what language they were speaking. And it was extra weird because they I was were just both like, bright pink uh, skin color. They had both. Bright yeah. Yes, and they, they, were, know, they were like just holes bright, for ears. Holes for ears. Um, they look so like one of those stress dolls. I got the alien. They were going, the alien vaccine. Yeah. No, not there weren't. I just don't know. It was yeah. just. I just thought it was weird. That, not yeah. that I'm upset about it. No, it just is the thing that happened. Was it more comforting to just be able to sit down, not understand what they were saying? They just give you the shot and you leave, or were you more like, I think I might have missed some important information here? They're like, don't go into the swimming pool, don't go outside. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Yeah, I did the one. I could understand the one lady, like what arm I wanted it. Yeah, like right or left. Yeah, but that was it. Okay. Did it so they tried the to one. did they try and like talk to you or communicate to yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, and they I just did. kept going, What? What? <laughs> and I was just like, Alright, well, all right, I just let it happen. Yeah. yeah. Now uh which shot hurt worse for you? The first one. The first one was worse. First and, one kicked my ass. And your reaction so hard. to the first one was pretty bad. You were working two days after this yeah. one. Did you feel any of the residual yeah, I effects? Felt bad, but yeah. not as bad. Not as, as bad. Justin, you got your one. You're going for your second shortly. Yes. Um, we. Do you think you're gonna get knocked out for the second one, or do you think it's gonna fare in that way? I where don't you, know where your nerves setting at right now. I I just felt tired. Yeah. Like I just felt drained uh, on the first one, so I have a feeling from what. From just like the track record of everybody else yeah. saying that, the fir- if the first one was was, you know, pretty uh, pretty de- like decent, um, the second one's gonna kick your ass, and yeah. vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, it's the exact opposite. I'm just curious because the Johnson and Johnson literally knocked me out for the better part of like three days. Um, granted, I went golfing out in the rain in the middle of that, and that did not help. Yeah, Rich I is got totally protected. Shit Seven shots, four different clinics. Oh, damn. You're just taking all Rich the extras. Did? Yeah, he's going it's for a, It's Fast and yeah. Furious 11. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to just say this. Uh, don't take more than what you need on that. I usually tell you to go. Do whatever you want, but on the vaccine, I don't think you yeah, need Yeah, I usually go ham on the needle, if yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> heroin. <laughs> uh, speaking of heroines, one of my heroes, uh, Mr. Anthony DeAngelis, was not on the episode of Let Me Ask You a Question right. that we uh, recorded the other day. We did. Which but we, we were. But we were. All three of us got to do, for the first time, all three of us guested together on another podcast. Yes. Zach and I have done... Uh, 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 two episodes of not movies in the past. I've done. Let me ask you a question on my own twice. 
Um, so this is the first time we got to do it. The it was almost family like the best like extended family style. Right. Um, Anthony's always pulling for them to have all three of them on the show, and Greg, you know, has a life and and, and a, a new house and all of these things. Um, so he's busy. What a, what a um, loser doing. What a loser buying a house. Jesus. What are you like? Productive <laughs> and uh, professional and stuff? Like an adult? Come on now. Jeez. Um, <laughs> you stupid. Um, but it was a really fun time. It was a really cool time. I feel bad for Eric having to edit all of us because we are. You just scream and yell and talk about And we're other? used to doing our show and we were sitting in the spots that we do our show. Yeah. And at certain times, I had to, like, stop myself from being like, oh, well, what do you think, Justin? <laughs> Zach, oh, over to you. Yeah. And remember that we weren't interviewing people. We were being interviewed. Uh, but that episode is dropping hopefully tomorrow. Uh, again, I hope he we, calls it Everybody's Strange Addictions. Everybody's Strange Addictions, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we talk about addictions in the yeah. episode. Um, so you'll have to check that out to hear what everybody's addiction is. But I have been thinking a lot of er- about Eric's uh, since he discussed it yeah. uh, the other day. And check it out. And let us know what you think. Um, and just subscribe to them, like them. And they're over at moot.tv where you can find all of our stuff. I'll be plugging that later on as well. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really excited to try to get uh, other podcasts uh, to get us on uh, as guests. You know, yeah. like I'm trying to get us on other people's shit. And with the whole change coming up, we'll have a little bit more time. So maybe. Maybe we'll get on a couple other podcasts, maybe some other YouTube shows or something like We're that. We're gonna have fifteen like podcasts. podcasts. We're gonna be famous. But only famous. the people from the office when they talk about episodes. Of oh the office, yes, they're like, "What do you think, Zach?" And I'd be like, "I, I wasn't on this show." <laughs> and then I would leave back. They talk for twenty minutes. Like, "What do you think, Zach?" I'd be like, "Well, I, I've been to Scranton. I, I wasn't. I wasn't a." cast member on this show <laughs> but thank you for inviting me <laughs> they keep talking to me like i am i just keep reminding uh you know i wasn't there right <laughs> yeah again I, I watched it but like i wasn't there guys uh well let's uh let's get working on that let's get us on that show let's okay. get us on pam and angela are holding me gets my will and i'm I'm not upset about it. I would be upset about it. I definitely. Especially if they call themselves Pam and Angela. Because she's Angela. Angela's yeah, uh, Angela. Pam, I don't remember. And then. Pam's uh, real name. Yeah, uh, Jenna Fisher. Uh, Jenna. Jenna, Jenna Fisher. Yeah. Um, uh, but I would just call Kevin's her. Kevin's real name is Kevin. Yeah, a lot of the back. Uh, I think most. Of the, like half Oscar, of the background. Oscar. Meredith. Yeah, they're all their names because it was yeah. just easier because I think they weren't supposed to be. Not everybody was supposed to be a recurring character right, right. on the show. Like. Even though it's set in an office, it doesn't, doesn't make sense to not have them uh, recurring. Well, Unless it's just an office full of tips. That's a different show. Yeah. That show wouldn't go nine seasons, you know? It, it might. It might. Temps. Temps. Might. That, that sounds like a Ricky Gervais-style show anyway. Yeah, it definitely yeah. sounds like something Basically. he would do. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we've got, we've got a lot of shit to cover tonight. Yeah. And the first thing that uh, we have to cover is this beverage. We have wall? to drink oh, this this weird seltzer we got here. So, Justin, let's hit it. What are we drinking? Wolf. We drink it so you don't have to. Review it in the morning for the bathroom. Cheap booze and craft brews. Review it in the morning for the bathroom. What are we drinking? What are we drinking? Yeah. Do they make cock filters? Dental dams. Maybe. Dental dams. 
Is a cock filter? A dental dam is a cock filter? I guess so. I guess it would be. Weird. Filters out the bad seed. I gotta admit that the first time I heard someone... Used a dental dam? Say... First time I used a dental dam, I was like, this isn't working. <laughs> I thought it was... I was probably like 15 and I heard the phrase dental dam in like a movie or something like that. And I... Wait, you didn't have sex ed where they went over dental dam? I Maybe, but I didn't pay attention to it. Fair enough. Have you too, ever I was too ashamed. used... Or been involved in the use of one? No, so I still Me neither. Neither. Well, I, I don't not think either. anyone ever. I has. don't want one hundred percent really Who's know exactly it? what it is, and I'll be honest about that because I just when I heard it, just assumed it was like a thing you put in your mouth. It's, it's, like a, it's basically it's like a piece a, of plastic. Yeah, piece of plastic. So you, your your mouth doesn't is touch. not actually touching whatever okay. you're mouthing. I was yeah. thinking it was something that went into a person's mouth who was then putting a wiener it's in their so, mouth. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> it can be? Okay. I think, right? And then okay. I heard another description and then yeah, my imagination went to it's just like fruit by the foot stretched over a vagina and you're licking it and then I, now I want to know do they oh, have flavored, flavored dental flavored dams? I'm sure that they do. Well, if they do, but I hope it's I flavored. Feel like, I feel like most women lemon. just don't why do they call it dental too, though? That makes it so makes much worse. Makes me think that it's more your mouth. mouth like some, some use your like, teeth. Use your hey, teeth. Hey, you, uh, you want to, uh, you want some head, or hey, you want some teeth? Yeah. The answer is no. I do not want any teeth. <laughs> I want teeth. a little bit of no, teeth. I like. A, I don't mind a little bit of teeth. Uh, uh, grazing on the pullout isn't a bad thing. Sometimes. Hopefully, no, this isn't a bad uh, it, time either. Uh, here, uh, this this weird beverage. Uh, yeah. You looking up the pictures? When you just Google dental dam, oh God. stuff comes up. Yeah, we're we are, we are starting like with for Bud dentists. Light. So we are pacing with Bud it's Light. Like dental? Oh, oh yeah. It just looks like a fruit by the foot. Is it fruit by the just, foot? Uh, I really hope it's plastic. fruit by the foot. Just like a piece of plastic. Weird. Yeah. I'm not going to use that. But okay, guys. Today we are drinking Smithworks trademark American <sighs> brewed hard seltzer lemonade, classic lemon flavor. They had raspberry. We went with lemon. And it is a 5% alcohol. It is heart seltzer with a heartland twist. Heartburn twist. Heartburn and twist. Uh, uh, for a good time, for happy hours through to golden hours, for kicking up dust with the whole gang, or just kicking back with the family. Um, I felt I, like that should have rhymed uh, less. No, it has to be something like a country hours song. With hours. No, it's a country for song. For a good time, for happy hours, through to golden showers. It should be golden showers. <laughs> for kicking up dust with the whole gang, or just kicking back and having sex with my fam. Um, so this beverage. Well, um, I picked it because I wanted to stick with the malt liquor. Yeah, we were going because with seltzer we stuff last week, um, and uh, it's it's summertime. We want to drink something refreshing. So we're, we're checking them out for you guys. The so, lemon smells like a fresh squeezed lemon. That really lie. smells like a fresh squeezed lemon. Oh, I'm my scared. God. <laughs> is this going to... Oh, I really hope this is good. I genuinely I hope, it's hope good this too. is good. Because hard seltzer lemonades, I've had a few. Mostly the Truly. I, I They're always... You got to get past that first taste. You got to pa pass the sip test. Like, number one, right. get the out of your mouth. And then the... You should have used a dental dam. <laughs> I use a dental dam when I go to buffets. 
And it does not work out for me because I don't eat it. I just Pabst shove. hard coffee. Dude, get, get Pabst hard coffee is actually not bad. I was getting bad. dental dams at the Golden Corral. That, oh, is that what, that's what Richard's drinking over there? Yeah, that's what Richard's hey, drinking. We did see that today. We just didn't, we didn't offer that. We've had it in the past. Um, so, Zach, uh, we're going to take a sip yeah. of this, and then we're going to let you know who the spokesperson of this was. We've been teasing it to Zach for a little bit now. Oh, it smells like sucking a lemon mm-hmm. tit with a dental mm. dam. This is really good. This is really good. <laughs> It tastes so real, I felt like I got a piece of lemon seed in my mouth, but I didn't. This is really good. Wow. Holy shit. That is phenomenal. Now, they're not pushing real hard on the the, uh, calories or anything like that. It literally does not say in big letters anywhere. It's 100 calories, two carbs. Is that what it is? Zero fat, zero protein. Gotta be 100 calories per serving size. Per serving. Oh, uh, per 12 fluid ounces. Two, yeah. So this is two, but still. That's no, not bad. Is this 24? That is, that's, I think this is a 24 ouncer. It also doesn't say. This is a get a made thing. This is a 7.5. That's 20. just 23.5. It's just below 24 ounces. So does that so, mean that it's 5% Arizona, alcohol per the can or per the serving? It's 5% alcohol. Every sip you take is five percent alcohol. Okay. Yeah. Every we've thing done you, this before. Yeah, we've definitely uh, done. I'm this sure. Before. I'm sure we have. And you don't mm. understand what no. by volume means. I know. Yeah. I'm, yep. I'm an idiot. You're a great chef, <laughs> though. Yeah. I am. Uh, yes. Now, Zach, we were teasing to you that uh, the the person who is the the, the spokesman for this, mm-hmm. um, their significant other gets mentioned in our upcoming video from Don't Panic that will be playing for you shortly. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, it's Blake Shelton. It's Blake Shelton is the spokesperson for oh, this. Oh, well, yeah, that's why there's a tractor. That's why the there's front. a tractor. That is that, why there's that, a tractor. But I just want to say, it says Smithworks, and all I can think can looking you at it is Smithworks. Um, down the road by my home. Uh, the Dusty Dirt Road. Um, these are all individual songs. Um, my friends Sheldon and my family. Shelby. Um, I feel like he's one of those people that... He's, he if was, I see his face, I know who he is. I know him from the voice. And I know I that know him he's only on, from and the I voice. know he's a country singer. Yep, I like him. But I could not tell you a fucking. Blake could you Shelton tell song? a single Miranda Lambert song? Because that was his lady for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know oh, any of her songs. Okay, so if, oh, that's Miranda so, Lambert. Yeah, they all sound the same. So just so you know, if you search him, the first yeah. three songs that come up off of Google. Yeah. Is minimum wage. I'm just a girl. Corn. Corn. Now don't Corn. I. I. I'm sorry. Say the last one again. Now don't I. Now, now don't. No, I'm sorry. Jesus, I'm an idiot. Now I don't. Now I don't. Uh, <laughs> now don't I. Now don't I. <laughs> Shelton Blake, I listen. I know yes. how to read. Now don't I. Read do I. Read well, I do. Yes, sir, mom. Yeah. Uh, I said yes, sir, gonna... mom. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yes, sir, mom. Yes, sir, mother. Um... Uh, <laughs> Yes, sir, mommy, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah I uh, I don't know any of his music. I know him from just, The Voice. If your name is Blake, just get out of here. Yeah, I don't really know that many Blakes. Just get I don't just get out I know of people with the last out. name Blake, and I think like I met one other Blake in my entire life. John Quincy Blake? John Quincy Blake Adams, yes. <laughs> That's his son, John Quincy Blake Adams. <laughs> All right, Sheldon? guys. What are we going to give this guy? I think that this this deserves a good rating. Uh, that's my personal well, opinion. Well, for, for a malt beverage, mm-hmm. 
How much were they? Do you remember what these cost per can about? Three ninety something. That's not bad. No. I mean, it's it's a lot for. I don't, but they do have it in a uh, variety it is, pack. It's, a lot. it's yeah. twenty dollars for a twelve pack. Yeah, so it's right on par with the Trulies and and everything like that. Yeah. All all the hard seltzers that are doing the twenty dollars twelve packs. Um, I'm which is a little crazy, isn't it? A little absurd. A little absurd because it's uh, seltzer. Yeah. Um, with alcohol in it, sure, but it's seltzer yeah. still. Uh, sixty. I could go buy a bottle of Vlad and sixty-eight cents worth of fucking black cherry seltzer from Weiss. Yeah, mix them together and be real shit faced, and have just as many calories. If you not know what, less. you know what we should try making we our should, own seltzer. Well, well, with one no, of those bubbly no. machines, and we pour vodka into yes, it. Yes, we should try that. Should actually, that. that's actually a thing we should. We're do. gonna do that now. Okay, we're going off later, guys. Sorry, guys. Bye. Uh, I want a white Russian ooh. seltzer. Ooh. We can try all kinds milk, of different milk seltzer. <laughs> milk, milk seltzer. Give milk stouts. Yeah, milk seltzer. Milk That's seltzer. gonna be the new hard kombucha milk seltzer. <laughs> so good. Do they have hard kombucha? They have hard they kombucha. Do. Yeah, we saw. We're a actually not bad. We're not bad. I, I'm I'm willing to take a take a journey down that road. I don't road. know if I've ever had kombucha. I've only had kombucha once, and my stomach did not agree with it. But apparently, for There's some people, kinds of it's, it might take a couple of them before you know your body's used to the the live organisms you're consuming. Yeah, is basically what it is. Yep. Um, all right. So with this, the Smithworks or the Smitterks, as I keep reading it, American brewed hard seltzer lemonade, classic lemonade flavor. I am giving this. Uh, I'm going to give this a 75. This is this yeah. is up there for me. I it, I can't put it in the 80s, um, but it's it's close. It's I actually I'm going to. Would you want to? I'm going to go all American. This through? is a 76. I'm going 76 on it. Do, do you think that you could get give it a, a 17 so we have it. all of it? <laughs> And then you give it a 74, because that's July 4th. Let's cover all our bases here. Uh, well, I'm giving it a 70. Way to fuck up the whole game. Sorry. But all right. That's but do you think answer. that you could drink a bunch of these during a hot day? I definitely do. Yeah, I do too. I really think that this is, so far, of all of the hard seltzer lemonade uh, combos I've had, this is the best one by far. Yep. Like a thousand. I feel percent. like it's fresh lemon. Yeah. I think that's the difference. It, does, it has like a bitter it, it foot, like bitterness to it. I feel like this... Two of these, and you're not gonna want any more. That's like, why you be, have the variety pack. You want the strawberry. Yeah. It's good now. Yeah, but if this Does is how good the lemon was, good? how good do you think the raspberry is, and how good do you think the strawberry or the True. whatever other flavors they have? I'm gonna give them. I'm, next time I go to Should buy you one put of those lemon packs, under all that in terms of flavor. I generally like for iced teas. I like a raspberry iced tea more than I like a lemon flavored iced tea. But I like a lemon flavored iced tea more than I would like a strawberry iced tea. Um, but I only drink yeah, one kind. I go of raspberry tea. and lemon. It's pretty much the two, and then well, with green tea and all. Green that. tea, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. don't they have? They should have green tea. Hard Arizona green tea. They started making hard Arizonas. We we tried one a couple of weeks ago, um, but it's uh, made in Poland. But it's Arizona. All like, right. So these the variety pack is classic lemon, like we have ripe strawberry, yeah. southern peach, okay. and crisp lime. All right. I would try all of those. Usually the lemon or the lime of seltzers is my least favorite. It's my, it does have one gram of sugar. Yeah, that's the one it I usually one don't. I, I like the mangoes. I like the black cherries. I like the more in-your-face flavor um, with those. And then the lime, I really can't do. I wish you could get and a dairy white seltzer would lime be lime only case. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. <laughs> lime only? I thought you, you can't get a lime only case? 
Not anymore. Not I anymore. haven't seen one in a long time. I haven't seen the watermelon kiwi ones or watermelon lime. They have some or watermelon mint. I think maybe one company weird. has. Yeah, it's really weird ones. Well, I just saw the sour ones today. I would I would give a sour seltzer a try. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Um, but again, I could just get a warhead and a can of seltzer and a bottle of Vlad. Come on. Ugh. You just get a dental dam and a I, fucking jar of Vaseline. That's all you gotta have. That's all you gotta have. I'm gonna give this a 69. 69? Right. Hell yeah. Alright, so that that is uh, where we're gonna rank it. Um, we're gonna probably take at least most of the interview that we're about to play for you to consume the rest of this beverage. Um, yeah. So a little bit of a lead-in. Again, we sat down. Uh, I went over with Justin, and we went to the rehearsal space uh, of Don't Panic, and yep. we uh, watched the practice for a little bit, and then we sat down and interviewed them at the Star Wars bar. <laughs> yes. um, we cut it out, but I mentioned Star Trek uh, a couple of times in there. I brought up my name for the band at the Gates McFadden. Because um, I thought it was clever. Good, yeah. But it was way too much Did other people not talking. Think it was funny? No, he got it, and he enjoyed it. But way too many other people were talking over. Like, it was just one of those moments that we couldn't pull just that audio out. So, unfortunately, that's on the cutting Rich, Rich brought up a good idea, not to Ooh, cut you off. No, cut he said, off. we need to have a live comparison. Vlad and Seltzer versus Hard Seltzer. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a pre-taped so, video we can do. So, we need to do that. Rich, let's get together. Let's we'll figure it out. We'll get, we'll get a... A uh, bunch of beverages. We'll get a, a soda jet street, whole, whatever yeah, the fuck that is. Yeah, beverages. We'll do it in the secret bar. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Let's It'll do be it. Good. It'll be good. All right, guys. So, uh, no, again, don't need too much of a preamble for this. Uh, this is an interview. Don't panic. Uh, Justin uh, edited it together wonderfully today. Yep. And it uh, it was a fun time. I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. It was myself. a really nice ride. And it's great it was down a beautiful there, day, too. It was just so gorgeous. Um, we're not going to say the area that they live in because we don't want you stalking them or anything. But right. we will say that we did this interview. The nice bar and everything is in the basement of a funeral home. Yes. Um, and the practice is like right where they would park a hearse or something like mm -hmm. that. So that level of it was kind of a cool setting. But yeah. you, you don't really get much of that here. But this is our interview. Uh, cut up the way we like to do things. Lots of fucking jump cuts for you guys. So yeah. let's jump right into it. And then right afterwards, you'll be... Uh, we're going to take a break and then introduce the song. After. Yeah, I think we should come All right. back. So this is 15-ish uh, minutes, a little bit. 15 around minutes. It. Around 15 minutes. So if you're listening uh, as a podcast uh, listener, you might want to jump online and check this out. But it, it still, still does comes, work out. It, it still does work it's out because it's an audio interview. Exactly. We weren't interviewing by sign language, unfortunately. Um, and I think they should have subtitles, though. There is um, some sign language at the end, though. There is some very crude sign language, uh, so we'll let that... Let just let some asshole. Hang, uh, some dick. Some dumb motherfucker. All right, guys, so here it is, our interview with Don't Panic, and then we'll be back to talk about their new single, Whoa, I. See you guys in about 15 minutes. All right, guys, I'm Kyle Mocha here with Houseboat. Thank you so much for tuning in. Joining me today is three-quarters of the band Don't Panic. Don't Panic released the full-length album, See Through It All, last year in 2020. And on June 4th, they're dropping the first single, Whoa I, off of the upcoming album, Dark Horse. Dark Horse will be released on September 3rd, 2021. And the record release show will be right before that, Saturday, August 28th, in beautiful downtown Stroudsburg. The Mothership. The Mothership. The Sherman Theater. All right, guys, uh, joining me here, we have Ted Felicetti. 
We have Anthony Paisano and Keith Slater. I said everybody's name is right, right? Yeah, did. All right. Yeah, I had your name written down as Fasano because we have a friend named Fasano. <laughs> no, that's not right. kid sucks. That's the right like name. fucking sucks. It's terrible. All right. <laughs> What's his name? His name is Anthony Fasano. Bizarro. Bizarro. That's your friend's name. He's the bizarro you. Anthony Fasano. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> We're coming for you, man. As a band, you've accomplished a lot in the last year. It's been a real shitty year for everybody. The lockdown kind of just threw everything on hold. But you guys already had an album in the works. I think it was pretty much wrapped at that point, right? Yeah, we had finished recording the album in, like, January. All right. And yeah. so you then took the approach. Was it originally the idea to release one song every couple of weeks throughout the year last year? Or did it wind up working in your favor? Sort of. It was a terrible thing happened to the rest of the world. What it kind of was was, you know, we had, we had taken a break for about eight years. Yeah. And when I last left off, doing stuff you would release albums still and people bought cds our friend who like kind of semi manages our band was like no don't do that like release just one song at a time like every six weeks or so so I was like okay so we gave that a try so it kind of just like worked out that we had content planned for the entire year and then the, everything shut down but we still had yeah all that stuff lined up so the pandemic was great for us yeah some people profited <laughs> all right bezos don't panic. Yeah. Uh, you did a lot of recording. You did uh, a lot of streaming live shows. Mm -hmm. You played Jeopardy a lot. I thoroughly enjoyed the Jeopardy that yeah. you guys were playing. Uh, that was, um, that was who was the biggest cheater, do you think, on Jeopardy? Who was Wait, definitely This is cheating? an easy answer. Everyone's going to say the same answer. It's AJ. AJ? AJ? A thousand percent. It'd take 12 minutes to answer a question. <laughs> and he'd just be off to the side like, <laughs> duh, duh, duh. Now, who was the ultimate winner, do you think, crowned throughout this? I know there, there were some times there was like Star Wars and it was a little, a little unfair in your advantage. I won the most episodes, but I think Anthony Anthony was probably the most consistent point-wise. Right. I won the most, but then the ones I lost, I lost really bad. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, I, yeah. I, just because of my consistency. Correct. But I, I think I came in last one time by a pretty wide margin. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. That was probably the time I won. The one time. <laughs> I think and it's a, just a totally different way for people to, to get to know you guys as a band, which right. is what I really liked about it. Because I've known Ted, I've known Keith, but AJ and Anthony, I really don't know yeah um from afar uh you know adoring from afar or say all those times to take your shirt that's, off that's where yeah. i'll keep you i want to keep people at arm's length i don't want to get too favorite. close i want to imagine what the sweat smells like i don't want to actually yeah. know you don't want to get too close I, I'll, I'll just break it's curved well, i don't want to hurt you um i actually think the, the pandemic helped us in that people were desperate for entertainment yeah sure i think people's yeah they had their attention spans were you know, way longer than they normally would be. People just lived on Facebook pretty yeah, much for yeah, yeah, straight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, speaking of live shows, how ready, maybe not necessarily as a band, but personally, each of you, and as a band, how ready are you for real shows with real people, the real crowd? Is it something that you're kind of nervous to get back to, or is it something that you are just, like, pumped with fucking go? Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited, yeah. personally. I, I've been going crazy. 100% go. Yeah. Sunday the 6th, you will have already played with Face to Face. Um, that's got to be fucking awesome to have that be your second show back after a year. Such a, uh, for, I mean, I know people of our age, such a prolific punk band. Oh, yeah. I um, mean, it's like my, one of my favorite bands yeah. ever, so I'm like, I'm like out of my skin excited. So in the last year, uh, with the writing aspect of it, how has the approach to writing music changed at all from how you did it for the previous album to this album? Has it gotten to be... Uh, more of a group effort? Is it still kind of you writing the songs, like the bulk of the songs, and then bringing it to the group and working it out? Has it been yeah, everything was more difficult? The same as yeah. last time. We, we were a little more involved this time, but 
I would actually disagree. I think uh, this time, I think you came up with the bulk of it just on your own, just having yeah. so much time to sit and work on it. It was what it was much more developed by the time everybody else. Got yeah, to yeah, it. yeah. That's for sure. I set up here in the basement. I send him like a song and be like, not you know, here's the drums, here's the guitar, here's like a vocal line, and he would listen and he'd be like, all right, well, you should do this, and he'd come over. We'd mess around with it, you know. I mean, we didn't do the recording like that. It was just the demo stuff. You still got into a real studio. Yeah, you? yeah, we went to Soundmine. We have access to Soundmine. That place is, like, the nicest studio ever, yep. so we're, we're going to go. Why so, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Now, in addition to the original releases that you guys have put out over the last, like, 16 months as it's been, you've released a couple of covers. Mm. Um, I thoroughly enjoy just the song itself, Mr. Blue Sky. So when I heard you were covering, I was really excited. Because I know your voice, and I'm like, yep, you're going to be able to fucking step into the Jeff Lynne role and Thank crush you. it. And then you also released it with the music video. Yeah, yeah. And then you also did Windy. It was just an idea for us to have something to put out after the, re the last record. We were yeah. just like, well, let's just have some music come out. So we, we did it, and the idea was that I, each of us picked a song that would be, like, representative of something you of yourself or, like, something you just want to be like, this is what I like, or this song means something to me, whatever. I didn't. I never heard of Windy before. I, never I was gonna say my uh, question. I was gonna have for you, Keith. Was Windy your choice? Yes. The yeah. person whose song it was would be the main person in the oh, video. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. All yeah. right. Because that's what I was thinking. I was watching. I'm like, I wonder if he chose this, and then that's why it was like, well, if you chose it, you've got to be the lead. Then. Yeah, that's that's how we did the videos. Right. But Very he, cool. he picked it for a specific reason. Yeah. Awesome. Beautiful song. Really fun video. Now, question specifically for for Anthony. How much do you love White Reed? <laughs> I, I love them very much. I've noticed. Um, now, the to go back to your previous album, the specifically Fall of 99, the single, the music video for it. Mm -hmm. I love the music video. When you, you were on my show last year, we talked about it a little bit. Um, the Back to the Future uh, homage, as you would. Yeah. Um, if you guys had an unlimited budget and you could emulate any movie, what movie would you emulate in a music video. Oh, do like another like homage thing. I've had a couple ideas that I've been tossing around. One would be a Karate Kid thing. I have one. That would be cool. Weird science. I'm thinking Jurassic Park. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Just be, even if it like there's Would no you be Goldblum in the back of the, the Jeep being pulled away? That's the, that's the, uh, that's the, a layup. That's <laughs> the natural choice, yes. All right, question on band names. You guys have all been in multiple bands in the past, locally, you've toured, you know, nationally, everything. What is the best band name you've ever come up with that you didn't use? God, I have so much trouble going with one good band name. I had a bunch. Uh, the first one that came to mind, though, was Dogs for Sale. Dogs uh, for Sale. I, I always like that. that. Yeah. That's on par with uh, the movie PCU where they uh, do free beer or everyone gets laid or whatever. It's yeah. like, tonight, everybody gets laid. Yeah, exactly. So the one that I came with my friend as a, a sweet metal band is Megatherium. Which is, which is the scientific name for a, a giant land sloth. I got that. We came with one, and I was oh, like, yeah. all right, I'm done. What is the worst band name you have ever actually played under? I've only been in a couple of bands, but the, the, when me and my brother started our very first band with our friend Ian, we became shortwave radio. Before that, the, name was, the band's name was Blunt. And then before that, our first name we came up with Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Mm. That's, that's a beer now. I know, I know. That we, is a, literally a big... What is, is that a reference to something yeah, it's that from I'm not the, getting? it's from The Simpsons. Oh, okay. That makes sense. My, my first band that I started was called Second Best. Yeah, okay. That's like very like yeah. New Jersey yeah, punk. Just, 
fire hall band. type stuff. Yeah. yeah so. What was your other bands? Well, the only thing that comes to mind here is Punchball Hustlers. But I didn't hate playing under the name. You and Punchball Hustlers? I was. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I didn't hate the name, but it was. I hated explaining to people what it meant. Yeah, I never knew what it meant. It didn't really mean anything. Yeah. It was just a joke about like hustling kids. Uh, playing tetherball like up at Mountain View Park. All right. We were under a band named you know? Quick Fix, and Quick nobody Fix. would sign us or let us play anywhere because they thought we were just selling drugs. All right. So think back to when you were 16 years old. What album was an album that you found around that time that has never left your rotation? What is like one of those albums that hit you? I'll tell you. For me, Things of Pop by Homegrown. 98 or 99, and. Uh, a Place in the Sun by Lit came out, and like that was like, I love that album. I still and love that album. Still stays yeah, in your rotation. I do it all the time. Awesome. Yeah. Anthony, what about you? What's one that you've been just sitting on for now, going on 20, 20 plus years for all of us? Uh, I don't know. I guess the first one that came to mind would be Diorama by Silverchair. They never really, I mean, they had a couple hits in the United States, but anyway, that album is, a, is an amazing album. It's a really good album. Keith, what about you? I don't know. I'm like blank on this. So there's 98. Well, no, 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 like you're... 96. Probably, like, Good Riddance. I, th I think a Comprehensive Guide came out, like, 97. I, I was just getting into that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right, right so it was years. Out Came the Wolves, that around the same time? Uh, yeah. I guess. yeah, yeah was no, that was, a big one for you? Yeah. Was that, that hit you there? Yeah. That was, like, the first time that I was, like, uh, like oh, wow, that bass player is really good. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> I, I couldn't distinguish bass from guitar, like, as a kid listening to music. If you could erase one musician or band... From existence, from history, you can just remove them. And they never existed. Is there any one band Jeez. that you would get rid of? And let's keep it with the mainstream. We don't have to do any low, you know, punching what, to anybody. What's that uh what's that group now that's super popular? BTK? Yeah, that's it. B2K, BTK? It's, it's like ten, yes. It's like ten BTS. members, yeah. They can go. And they're all the pretty one and the bad boy yeah. all at the same time. It's, I don't get it. Yeah, that's weird. We're gonna get canceled probably for this, but it is, it is a very I'm mean-spirited question. I'm a generally happy go lucky, mean spirited person. It's a weird <laughs> balance that I have. There's nothing wrong with it. Um maybe the Insane Clown Posse? All right, all right. <laughs> so I would do that just to see what... What all the Juggalos do? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. what would fill the power yeah. vacuum of, of oh, fake drinking yeah, exactly. kids. Yeah. So something would have to replace them. You know? Kid Rock just would have been way bigger out of Detroit if, if he Maybe. didn't have to compete with their fans. It could be. They just all would have been... On the Kid Rock train. That's what I mean. I would like to see. Or maybe like Weird Al, you know? Like, oh, that'd be terrible and amazing. What about the Beach Boys? Because if the Beach if we took the Beach Boys away, right? Just lose like pop. Kind yeah. Of, Charles Manson never joins their, their you know, rights with them. Wow. And then he... He's not as high up. And then the in, movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood never gets he, made. Keith, do, do you have anybody that you would erase from history? I was going to say Gwen Stefani. Ooh, but, just, but post No Doubt. Post, just let her do No Doubt. Yeah. <laughs> and then, let her do I'm Just a Girl. But I'm going to end on this question. It's a, a, I'm interested to see, as any question, how you answer this. But if you had to exist for eternity in one year, on repeat as you are now, any year in history, what year would you choose and why? Man, I really like the 90s a lot. Yeah. I had a lot of fun in the early 2000s because I was like a teenager and like starting bands, but like I feel like mid 90s, like 1996. 96, okay. Yeah, like like st like you could still like CDs and like and people were on their phones constantly, yep. which is kind of cool. 
Maybe be this size. Yeah, yeah that'd that be like mid nineties. Cool to do the nineties, but then yeah. like if you go to like hang out with all your friends, you're like an old guy hanging yeah. out with kids. <laughs> so the best way to get around that is to pick the year that when you're like you were thirty, because you're not a kid, but you're not. You oh, everyone would be like, Keith, what happened? You were like <laughs> really bad. Because like, you would be recognizable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's happened? like, oh gosh, that's. <laughs> What you do yesterday? We saw you two days ago, and you were twenty nine, and now you're it's like big. you're forty. Yeah, yeah what you do? Like yeah, yeah. Movie. I was just thinking, like, or like, big. what's the Robin Williams movie where he gets like really old, really Jack. fast? Oh, Jack. Yeah. yeah, my new favorite movie, Jack, <laughs> because of Bill Cosby. He's the greatest. We're gonna wrap it up here, guys. Thank you so much for letting us come down and, and bother you post rehearsal. No problem, man. Um, you got the shows that you will have already done when this comes out. But again, at the end of this summer, August 28th at the Sherman Theater, you'll be having your record release show yes, we will. for the new album, Dark Horse. Yes. Uh, and then you're going on tour with the Queers. Yes, we are. Which is fucking awesome. I haven't seen them in like 15 years. So that's going to be fucking amazing yeah, we're, it's, time. Yeah, we have a uh, two-week tour uh, with the Queers. And then we're playing Fest in Gainesville in October. Nice. And, uh, and then we're also going to be doing like a five-day tour with Bowling for Soup in the U.S. In, Fuck yeah. In, uh, doing Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Kind of making up for a lost time because you were supposed to have some yeah, good dates last year before yeah. everything yeah, shut they, down. They yep. promised us big things. Fuck yeah. <laughs> they are going to cash in. Yeah, now. so we'll, we'll be If busy. not, you got that Rob motherfucker yeah. by the throat. Exactly. We'll you know? kill him. Yeah. yeah. We know yeah. where he lives. Yeah. So. yeah. Don't, go, don't go after the other guys. They're, they seem nice. <laughs> yeah. they, seem, they seem all right. Yeah. All right, so if you want to let everybody know uh, where they can find you on social media, where they can find you... Uh, Sure. Everywhere. Uh, you could go on Facebook. We're uh, Facebook slash Don't Panic Official. Right? Yeah. And then uh, our Twitter is Don't Panic PA. And then we are on Spotify, Yahoo. iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon, okay. all that stuff. You know. Awesome. And then the first single, Woe I, will be out when you are watching this. So go Correct. check it out, guys. Thank you, Ted, Anthony, Keith, so much for letting us come down and chit chat with you. Thanks, man. And Thank you. Uh, hey, back to you in the studio, Kyle. You fuck. Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! Alright, there you have it, guys, again. Uh, we're, we're dipping our toe into doing some, you know, so, some pre-recorded stuff with the with the new transition that's in, in the uh, the near future. We're going to be doing a lot more pre-recorded stuff. So, uh, really want to say a big thank you to the guys at Don't Panic uh, for letting us kind of use them as a, an experiment uh, and try out uh, our hand at this. Yeah. Um, and it was, again, a really fun time. And if you were lucky enough to see them face-to-face this past week, I'm sure it was a blast. Unfortunately, I had to work, so I wasn't able to make it. But I am really excited to now premiere the... Well, not premiere. It's been out for a couple of days. But for us, premiere the lyric video to the new single, the first single off of Dark Horse from Don't Panic. Here it is. Justin, you got it ready? I do. Let's Real quick, right. oh, uh, Rich oh, is saying oh. uh, Megalotherium is, is a not a well well known doom, doom metal band. All right, so there you go. Every time you come up with a name you like, somebody's already taken it. Bastards. Keith did that years ago. He came up with uh, milk water or something like that. Like milkweed. Milk, not milkweed. It was like it, uh, melt water, melt water. Melt That's what it was. Milkweed oh yeah, was yeah, you yeah, guys. yeah. Keith wanted a band I called Melt Water, and then Ethan, our buddy Ethan, who's been on the show in the past. Um, he uh, went and looked it up the other day or like a week or so ago and it, there's a band called Meltwater that's existed for the last like four years or something like that every time you think of a good band name and you don't make it your band name somebody else has either already done it 
We just had to punch our name right right through the, yeah, the whole. Yeah, there's uh, definitely there's definitely other brunch options out there, but we're we're the best one. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. So here it is, the lyric video for "Whoa I" from Dope Panic off of the soon to be released on September third album "Dark Horse." Enjoy. We'll be back shortly to discuss the second single off of "Wasted and Waiting." Yeah. Whoa. first single to be released from Don't Panic off of their upcoming album Dark Horse again August 28th in the beautiful downtown Stroudsburg area at the Sherman Theater you can get their record release show I know Headspell's playing and then the Magwas I think is the other band from Scranton that's going to be playing along with them there so uh, hey man y'all been playing about Magwas Magwas I was going to say Magwas playing at Sherman I'm there (laughs) oh my god yeah 
Um, I haven't listened to these guys yet. I, I didn't hear about them, but he just uh, added them, I think, today. Uh, but uh, it's music, guys. It's live music. You, you, you've you not been seeing shows for however long. Yeah, go. Go to the fucking show. Go and support then, li- uh, local shows. All live the local shows. shows you can possibly support. Do it. And uh, their album then drops on September 3rd. Um, now you can find them uh, as we said at uh, Don't Panic actually we didn't say that at Don't Panic Just Rock on uh, Instagram and then you can find them on Facebook and then anywhere you can stream music if you can find Brunch you can find Don't Panic so go check it out all (coughs) over the interwebs all over and speaking of Brunch we uh, we gotta discuss this single that we are releasing tonight yeah Um, to to start it off uh, the, the song itself it's called Hanging for a Sign um, which I kept the name that, even though the lyrics don't ever say "hanging for a sign." Um, but they, it fits. Though. It fits. I, I like that better. The lyrics say "hanging for that sign." Um, but the song basically, to me, uh, I I started writing this one um, when about five years ago I was uh, taking a road trip. I took a Greyhound bus trip across the country. That's five years ago? Five years ago, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I... The nightmare of a trip. The nightmare of a trip. A four-day trip from uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania to Redding, North California um, that went through... You had to go down to Southern California, then up across. Like, it was a nightmare. Um, It was supposed to be four days. took six. And during that time, we wound up going uh, near... uh, Like, you're in Nevada, and I just started thinking about the Southwest, and then I remembered... Uh, a, a friend that I had a little bit of a romantic entanglement with years ago and she had moved to Arizona and she had moved pretty much right when we were about to hit like our stride like right. we were like like things were going good I thought like we were about to start and this is a girl that I had a huge thing for for a while and it was just it was kind of a will they won't they in our group of friends and so she she moved out to Arizona and I uh, you know met met up with her a little bit after she came back um, and then it just never really worked out and and things, you know, happen as they do. Sure. But while I was going across the country uh, for the first time ever doing that, again in a Greyhound bus, I just started thinking about, you know, other people I know that have taken cross-country trips and, like, the area that I was in and it just kind of sparked this memory of that the feeling of, of what I felt when she left and went across the country and how I just felt like kind of Stuck and waiting, right. uh, which is again wasted and waiting. The name of the album kind of ties in into most of these songs, um, but I just remember thinking about this, and then I didn't have a guitar with me. Um, I jotted down a couple of lyrics, and then I get to Northern California, and after a couple of days of meeting people and hanging out, there's an open mic night, and I went, "All right, I really wish I had something to play." So I played a couple of old songs, right. and I was only supposed to be there for one week, so it was just one open mic night that I was doing there. And after that open mic, I sat down with the guitar uh, of a friend and just started kind of messing around. And it was a very, as you'll hear the demos in a little bit, it was a very, it's a very simple song. And I just started kind of feeling it out. And, and it wound up becoming uh, what I gave you guys in Hayfork. I wound up staying uh, in the town of Hayfork in Northern California, not just for a week, but for uh, about 27 weeks. And I, I, I was there. I was there total. I think yeah, about that. Like I, I got there Jesus. in August. I came back in December, and then I went back and spent most of February right. there as well. Uh, so about half of a year, I was out there, and 
while I was there, like during that week, I decided th- that week that I called our all all of our old bosses, uh, all of ours old boss. How would you say that? Oh uh, yeah, now I remember. And I left a voicemail and just said, "Hey, thank you for the opportunity for working for you for the last nine months, but uh, for the second time, I'm, I'm quitting on you." Sorry, Barry. And I uh, stayed out there. And and to be fair, to be fair, my uh, boss at the time, Jill, uh, told me you'd be an idiot not to stay out there. You had this opportunity. Sure. So I stayed out there. And my goal by the the second Friday. Oh, yeah, because you were working at Yard of Ale, right? Yeah, I was working at Yard, yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to finish the song so that if I changed my mind and decided to leave and come back, I could... I wanted to do the song by the time, you know, I left there. Right. And so it was my goal to do it on the the, the first or the, the second Friday I was there. And uh, most of the reason the song is as simple as it is is my musical ability isn't that great. But it's not really that uh, simple. No. The, the basis of it, like the playing, like I, I made it more over time. Um, but the original, I remember playing it and the hook... Uh, was always as it is in, in the song, like little words changed here and there. Um, but I played it, and it was the first time I had played music live in a very long time. And there's this uh, elderly Asian guy who was just like, really, I forget his name, but he was this really sweet guy. And he came up to me and he goes, I love that song. He goes, That was great. Uh, this, is, this is a really good song. And that kind of was something that gave me a little bit of a push to right. <clears throat> not only work more on that song, but when I came home to start kind of writing. Finishing and, up and, the stuff that you were gathering things, on. and five years later, I have <laughs> this song to show for it. Um, but I, it, it was very basic, and it was uh, again, it, it was about the idea of somebody left, and you're just sitting there waiting and hoping that that the idea of what could have been in that moment before they left that that you're going to rekindle that in some right. way. Um, and a lot of these songs uh, are very specific, like timestamps of of when I wrote them. I didn't try to change the lyrics except to make it fit better in the song. I mean, I um, think the lyrics are great. I think the song is great. This it is, is, it is a good one, song. and we're gonna we're gonna play the demo here in a, in a second. But just since we're like kind of on that like vein, James O was over a couple of weeks ago, and we were working on music, and we were playing this one specifically. And he basically goes, "Is this the single?" that hook is ridiculous this would be a great closer all this stuff right, right. and he was hearing like the the beginnings of what we're going to be premiering tonight right. um and it is probably the the hook of mine that i've come up with that has gotten stuck in my own head the most right. um and i thoroughly enjoyed uh Fasano was singing in network the other day. it literally is infectious and all of these songs i've had like once you hear it i'm like all right, for the next five days, Warms I know I'm going to be fucking hear hearing this in my head yeah. repeatedly at random periods. Yeah. You know. But I, so I'm going to play, or I'm going to play, Justin's going to play for you now. Uh, no, just click this button. Justin's <laughs> going to play for you now, me playing for you The then. demo. We're going uh, to pre- So here's a little bit of the demo, so about 30 I'm not going to mute the mics again. Um, we'll yeah, we're going to leave it on. Uh, but this is what I presented the two of you with. Right. Um, this is the, the bare bones of it all. Yeah. And we uh, since have uh, added so much to it, but I want to hear... Well, before I want everybody we play to the demo, hear what it, it originally sounded like, because that's, that's what we're doing this season. Before we play the demo, or before we play the demo, I just want to say that a lot of these songs, when I first sat down, I was like, I can tackle this. And yeah. then I really sat down and listened to them, and I was worried that I was not going to be able to produce something for Okay. Them. Like, it was just one of those things, 
And then as I sat down and played with it more, I was like, okay, it needs to be like this. Yeah. And we'll get into that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I write simple songs that are complicated because I... Uh, I, I realize that I play guitar like I'm playing the drums, even though I'm not a drummer. Right. I am trying to simulate what the rest of the band will do with just well, the guitar. Well, in your head, you were just a uh, singer-songwriter, yeah. so you were filling in all the I'm gaps. I'm filling, that, from, that ga- filling yes. all those voids and everything. I shouldn't there. say singer-songwriter, but singer-songwriter. But no, that, that's where I was going. Oh, right. we got a one-eyed Jeff just in time hey, to Jeff. hear this demo. So all right, so let's play the let's demo. Let's play the demo, and uh, again, mics will be live. Young and free and home to be wherever we choose to see. The world was ours, a choice was made. Before you left, you said to me, You'll be just fine. I was waiting for the phone to ring, I was hanging for a sign. But still, I'll be just fine. Yeah, so it, it was very basic, um, but the finger-picking, I kind of took a, a, to a lot of these songs, I kind of took like a Lindsey Buckingham approach of just kind of like, play it in a way that only I can, because I couldn't sit there and show you exactly what strings, but my sense right. memory is good enough. That, that beginning, the way you picked that there is... Uh, uh, Sleeping in a Submarine by Arcade Fire. The first oh, big Arcade Fire okay. song. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. I, I'm hearing that. Yeah, I can hear that. Justin took that and threw it in the fucking bin. Yeah, in the did. bin. You did. Um, so for you guys, that's what I presented you with. Um, well, Justin, you already started talking a little yeah. bit about, about the, the well, because, process. Because com- coming from the way we were writing songs and the things that we were doing and having just free reign. And, and I discussed last week where it was like, keep it to what the song is. Um, but more or less what I really wanted to do was sort of encompass all of what you like in music. Yeah. And get that overall feel. And I think that we've accomplished a lot of that. Yeah, as we said last There's week. There's a lot of different styles. I grew, up on the, I grew up listening to, I mean, Saves the Day, Weezer, um, Foo Fighters. I was big into, you know, the punk scene, you know, from like 14 on. I got really into Big Wig locally. Obviously, the local punk bands um, that were referenced enough in that video we already played for you. Right. Um, but I I have that. But then, yeah, you 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 both know and what's so fun about this is that you both know what I like but then you also know I also know like what... the same stuff yeah. so it, you know it was just like you know in particular with the song yes it's it has a driving force to it but it just I felt it needed to be I mean I think the basic track that you laid out was uh, almost like a DB you know what I mean so I just ran with that and it yeah. needed to have that punchy upbeat driving force yeah because it. again all of my songs are sad songs right. so we need to make them happy sounding sad songs which right. is one of my favorite things in the world um so a lot of this song as it is now it's it, it like listening to that demo i haven't listened to really any of the demos while we've been doing this because i wanted to kind of pull away from that for me right um listening to that demo i go this is a totally different like it's the same song right the essence of the song is still there um but Everything that the two of you added just made it totally different. And Zach, I uh, was saying earlier to you, uh, the the guitar that you add in this specifically 
Um, you really leaned into my Weezer uh, fandom on this yeah. one. And well, it's can I say that's the most angry more... I've ever seen you trying oh, to record? Jesus Christ. Yeah, talk, talk about your uh, side of being the, a musician on this before a producer. Uh, but what was like your, your experience... Because um, the bass lines are phenomenal. They're some of my favorite bass lines. I literally was just the hard part rewinding was the 15 end, seconds. The solo at the end, trying to make it right with the vocals. And I... It's not even difficult. And I knew what I had to do. I just kept fucking it I up. I did know that, I Jeff. just kept fucking it up and fucking it up and fucking it up. And normally I don't get mad, like, recording. Yeah. But like I was, I punched the table. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. I was just like, I know. <laughs> I thought we like were it's done fucking for the eight, night. it's four notes. Yeah. Like I know what I need to do, and I just there yeah. was this blockage of being able to do it. Where your brain well, and your fingers weren't communicating yeah, at the exact moment and it, for the right time. It's not the hardest yeah. thing I've ever. It's not the most difficult or flashy or no. anything. But it, there was just a moment where I'm like. Like I was so frustrated well, with yeah. myself. I feel I feel your pain because there's a few times where, in in earlier recordings, probably even before we even started doing any of the EPs, that I would go to record something. And you'd be like, "It's just this," and I'd be like, "I know," and then just start smashing the shit out of my snare. And you'd walk yeah. in and be like, "What the fuck, man?" And I'm like, "I know, I just can't get it right yeah. now." You know what I mean? So I feel your pain. Yeah. In that process, like. Yeah. Now, um, the. The guitar work, the bass work, but not even picking one over the other because it all just melds together so wonderfully. Uh, another thing that you added into this, uh, which is both musician and producer level, so we can transition into the producer side of things, there's a little break in the song. And you went through a few iterations of what was happening musically, um, but there's a little bit of keyboard action there for a second. Yeah. And... It was, again, encompassing things that I love. I went, this has a Cindy Lauper feel. And then when I came back the next time, you went, all right, I made it less Cindy Lauper here. <laughs> yeah. But it still has that, like, it just all drops. And there's just, like, beautiful... Did, was that the DX7 or was that MIDI that you did that? Mm, you no, remember? I think that was probably Loom. All right. And it just... But it just has that beautiful 80s feel for, like, like a half a second, basically. Yeah. And it makes all the difference. And and a big thing with this, again, I handed over strummy strum guitar parts with my vocals. And so it was all about the dynamic and, and, and the rise and fall of each song and then where they fall within the actual album. The first song is a slow build. I wanted that false sense of security. And this song really winds up just like punchy in the face a little bit more right yeah. off the bat, riding off the energy of that last song. Yeah. Uh, so from a producer standpoint, what were the things that you were working on on this one? Obviously, we're going pop. We want this to be a catchy single. We want all of them to be catchy and, and stand up in their own right, but then also as a part of the whole project. We're not trying to overplay parts of it. You know, yeah. the first couple of th throughs of the bass part, I was there was way more... I was playing you way You were trilling more. all over the place. There was way more guitar solos. There was two halftime parts. There was yeah. like... Yeah, I, you, you, know, you I cut out a like, whole section. Like almost, five minutes of a song Yeah, I cut point. almost yeah. a minute out of yeah. the song. Um, and I cut a lot of frivolous... Uh, guitar yeah, there's even out. parts where you're like, we don't need this vocal part here because you've already done it five times. So right. this could be the spot where the solo is. 
and not have this spot for the yeah. solo and also this spot right after for it. Yeah, there's a lot of just paring down. Like, before I started mixing, before the vocals, before I started getting a mix together so you could do vocals, there was so much that I just cut out. I yeah. spent a couple of hours just putting things in and out and in right. and out and ended up with fucking throwing a bunch of it out. Fuck it. And honestly, that's what I I, I really uh, can appreciate and, and respect your knowledge and, and your, both of you, your, your musical uh, backgrounds, both as fans and as musicians. Um, right. I like have the trust there that I know that you are making it a better song when you're cutting something out and we're at the part now where it's like alright like th that ego side for me where it was like at one point like I don't know maybe I'm just going to release this as just like the, as the demos are like because at one point that was my thought like maybe this just gets released as this and that's that's all it is um, but handing it over uh, to the two of you and, and letting you Zach kind of just take the reins on the producing side it really pushed the song into another level um, it is, it was already, again, it was already catchy and infectious, and we already have Ant fucking singing along at work uh, to it, which is great. And while we were working on it the other night, he was sitting there and humming it to himself. And I was like, that is, again, warms my little fat fucking heart to have something I birthed, uh, and then now you have reared it into an adult. Um <laughs> But is there anything... I don't know. I, I just really want to I'm, hear it. I'm, uh, again, is, I'm is, excited to listen to this Is there album anything else through. you guys want to say about this this song specifically? Um, real quick, it reminds me of three songs right off the bat. All right. Uh, summertime. Like Summertime in the Living's Easy? Yes. Okay. Uh, Toadies. Yes. Yes, maybe a little bit there. And for sure Weezer. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, again, the, uh, if you know, you know, and you'll pick it out. Uh, but there's this, this very specific thing you do with the guitars that just was the right choice, and it just worked. Um, and it's a very Weezer uh, uh, way of going about things, even yeah. even kind of a Nirvana way of going about things at certain points. Yeah. Um, so let's just jump right into it. So right. here it is, uh, the album again, Brunch Presents, Kyle Mocha's Wasted and Waiting. Here is Hanging for a Sign. We'll see you guys in about four minutes. Really hope you enjoy this.
Sign the second track off of Brunch Presents Kyle Mocha's Wasted and Waiting. Yeah. Keith says it sounds dope. Sean says, hell yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Wonderful. I'm glad, I'm glad uh, somebody enjoyed it. Um, yeah, that is that guitar part. And what I was alluding to beforehand, There's you play the melody low. Like, you're, you're playing on the bottom two strings or the top two strings. Top two strings, bottom two strings, what do you call it? You're playing low E. Is that a top string? Do you go top, or is the high E the top? I mean, because no, I guess that's the top. The string. top. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, somebody the smarter lo- than us. It's the low string. Yes, but it's the top string. Yes, exactly. So you're just playing the lower on the, in pitch strings. You were playing on the lower in pitch strings and uh, pitch strings. Good band name. Um, and hi, we're pitch strings. <laughs> Sounds like pits rings. Pits rings. Ooh, I like peach we're just rings. Chuck peach strings rings at you. Hi, we're peach rings. Uh, we've got strings that, that come like out of our pits. euphemism for buttholes. Ooh, good old peach ring. Mm, I could, eat, I could. Nice and sweet. Give me a dental dam. Oh. I'm about to go in on a peach oh. ring. Now I will just let Justin know once again. Zach is frozen. Um, it's a peach ring buffet. It's a peach ring buffet. Oh, but yeah, um, get your butthole. Not only was uh, the you doing the vocal line on the guitar Weird. on the low end, um, not only was that um, something that was awesome, but that. You kind of said it. Let's co-heed this up a little bit. 
um, you, you threw that like that part and both times that it happens it, it, it is amazing but different thanks Rich and uh, thank, you, thank guys. you thank you so much awesome thank you guys um, but it it literally just just kicked it into overdrive and I would was driving around the last couple of days listening to the mix without the final vocals on it and I just kept going back a minute and listening to the last minute of the song over and over again. Yeah. And I really hope that uh, not only everybody that's wonderful enough to be in here appreciating it, um, but other people can can get that, that feeling from it because it literally is such a sad uh, idea lyrically. And that's it why is I love ska the... and and and, uh, and pop punk yeah. for that sense because yeah. it's always fucked up, shitty, sad lyrics where yep. you're sitting whatever. at a gun with the or sitting at a desk with a gun in your hand, yeah, you yeah. know all that stuff. But it's just the happiest Sing sounding it. thing my, ever. My, my. Yeah, time does fly. Well. You know you're gonna die. <laughs> but uh, by the end of the night, hey hey, couldn't not finish that. I'm sorry. It's like non frozen Zach would sail away. Oh, non frozen Zach who's now hiding behind. Oh, I guess we. That mic might, yeah, you gotta learn, you gotta yeah. lean in a different way with this. Seeing Frozen Zach and hearing not yeah. Frozen Zach is something. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, next week's single uh, is, gonna, is called uh, Faking What We Want. Um, and of all of the songs that we've worked on, this one is still kind of, I mean, compared to last week and this week, this is the one that is still the most kind of in the works still. Um, right. So it's uh, fucking with me. It's fucking with Zach mentally. So there may be a possibility that I have to redo drums. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, he might. There may uh, be a possibility we don't do any drums maybe. in the song. Yeah, maybe. it literally is. It's all over the place and in, in so many different ways that it could go. Really, two different ways that it could go. Um, but that song, uh, it, it'll be Spencer's done by Tuesday. And Spencer's on that one. Um, you, you heard him earlier this episode on our opening theme song playing that wicked guitar solo. <laughs> um, but we have, uh, we, we've got, after this, eight songs that are being released. So I hope you guys keep coming back and listening to the live show. Because, again, this is the only way you're hearing these songs until we drop the entire album yep. in August. Um, but that's, uh, I mean, I I'm just really, really happy with how that turned out. I'm really excited for the rest of this. Me too. Um, next week, wh however it winds up going, I know it'll turn out the way that it needs to turn out. Yep. And that's uh, the wonderful comfort that we have in this room, knowing that we're, we're going to get to where it needs to go. Right. Um, you know, even if Justin doesn't play on it at all, even if you cut all my vocals out, you know, it, yep. it it'll still be a song. It's a, instrumental. It's a Spencer Fitch solo. It's a, it's a Spencer a Fitch solo. Thing. Now, speaking of, Spencer will be our guest next Tuesday yeah. uh, via uh, Zoom because he won't drive up here. Like, what the hell, what man? Was it like 12 man. hours? Not 10 hours? It's not that far, right? Conshohocken? Right. Oh, I thought he lived far. down south no, for some man. reason. Did right he used to live place. in the south? Nope. No, nope. I for some reason he comes thought he lived in Northlands. He used to live in Dannersville. Yeah, he comes I from thought the he lived in like Virginia or something like that. No, it he sounds lives like in Conshohocken. He's... Oh, okay, yeah, motherfucking drive, Jesus. Jesus! I thought you were just being extra rude to him because I was like, I think he lives in like Virginia somewhere. Um, I don't know, but I no, no, I'm just being playing. extra. No, I was just being. 
You should be real. It's hard on a week weekday though. Oh I yeah, for sure. I get it. Everyone's got to work. We're very excited. We picked the shittiest day for everybody in the capacity that he is able to be here. So he'll be here next week. Um, and we've got a, a lot of awesome music to come over the next couple of weeks. But I did want to point out that next week we have a band called Batshit Crazy. Um, and I'll, I'll just be upfront about this. I was not sure how Batshit Crazy was going to sound based. I judged them on their name and the fact that they use a dollar sign for the S and stuff like that. And they fucking rock. Well, me- I've been listening to a good amount of their music. And I'm very excited that we're going to be playing them and little, having Spencer on the show. Little backstory is Kyle started sending me some of these, some of the bands that we're going to feature. Yes. With, and he sent me a few in succession. Yes. And me typing back to him quick, I was like going through and he, he said that same thing to me. And I like gave that, what is it, batshit crazy? Yeah. A listen. And without realizing what I did is I sent him a message back saying, I love batshit. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. You just and then said, immediately I said, "Batshit." I retract my last statement. <laughs> I love guano. Yeah. Ooh, you love that guano, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. Bat El Guano Loco. El Guano Loco. Oh, that would just be that would be batshit crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have all ACDC that uh, rich or next actual week for thunder. You. Ooh, which one? There's, I mean, it's probably real thunder outside, knowing Which how these one? days. ACDC outside your house, dude? That would be. We're coming over, motherfucker. The ghost of Bon Scott's just hanging out in your front yard, face up. Turn that motherfucker over. He doesn't need to go through that twice. The vomiting and dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the vomiting and he died. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, I want to say a uh, huge thank you to everybody that is listening live. A uh, huge thank you to everybody that's listening uh, in, in the future and in the past. Uh, big shout out to all of in our uh, friendly future past. If you're listening to future past, doubly love you. Um, everybody, uh, check out our friendly podcast, Sean and Dave Make Music. Go check out not movies, uh, but what do we know, uh, the true crime podcast that we do the opening theme music for and a little jingle in between once in a while. And also, as we uh, spoke of earlier, let me ask you a question. You can check out the latest episode. If you're listening to this in the future, it's out already. If you're listening to it right now, it should be out tomorrow. Um, But go check out uh, Let Me Ask You a Question, usually with Anthony DeAngelis, but not the next episode. And Greg Aman and uh, super producer EJ5000. Big ups to EJ. Always getting us out to you guys every Monday on the Moot Monday Drop where you can get us Let Me Ask You a Question. And you can check out on moot.tv. It's a website you can check out in your browser. Um, whatever your browser is, it's it, it'll show up in all of them, I promise you. Um, unless you have... Dental Dam. Unless you have Dental Dam <laughs> as, a, as a browser. That's Just that's, just so you know, the coast is clear. It's just ACDC outside. Oh, house. it's just ACDC. Okay, <laughs> we're good. All right, well, we got to wrap the show up so we can go hang out with ACDC. Yeah. We'll be over in 10. Um, so yeah, uh, go check out all those shows. Uh, go check out Moot.tv. You can get a bunch of swag and everything uh, from Let Me Ask You a Question and their other shows on there. Uh, not us though. One day you'll be able to get our swag. Uh, uh, maybe one we'll day. be doing retro Kyle Mocha won't shut up shirts <laughs> two years after the show ended. It'll be good. Uh, but yeah, the, the big thank you to Mr. Justin Olimpedo for putting everything together it, tonight. Uh, uh, wonderful job. Love the drums. Thank you. And. 
literally just you, you, you really helped with what was already an infectious song really just pushing it well, thank you. Uh, over the limit that, there man. and as always a huge shout out to Mr. Zachary El Guano Loco Storman <laughs> alright guys again we'll be back next week with Batshit Crazy or Crazy Crazy Batshit Crazy Batshit Crazy aka El Guano Loco <laughs> And then also Spencer Fitch as our guest to talk about everything oh, yeah. that he's helped us out with on this album. Um, we will be back, and then uh, the third song will be on that episode. Uh, so just keep coming back, and then the full album will be dropping in August. So yeah. thank you, guys. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck the fans. Fuck the fans. James. And James. And you get in. Later. Later. Mood.tv. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music for your own show. Who am I? Kelsey Grammer. If I could only drink like him, we're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be weak. We're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be total experimental. Peace is a shit. Yeah.